Eat, drink, smoke, the snack size edition when you need just a little something to tide you over. I'm Tony Katz, along with April D. Gregory and Fingers Malloy. And tequila helps you lose weight because of all that throwing up you do. I actually, when I thought the story was about, I thought it was from The Onion. The American Chemical Society, April Gregory, uh-huh. found that sugars called agavins that are in the agave plant, or maybe they're called agavins, um, the agave plant was used to make tequila, helps lower your blood sugar, and therefore uh, you lose weight. So they took mice, and they said, we are so going to get you loaded and take advantage of you. Uh, they were given a standard diet and drank water containing added agavins. They ended up eating less overall, had lower blood sugar levels than mice that did not consume uh, the, the agavins. So they also found out that the agavins, April D. Gregory, because mm-hmm. I know that you're always concerned about health, and you're like, how can my margarita further help me? Uh, it, it, it produces a hormone. You're actually seriously right, and I'm not kidding. I, I, I know I'm right, April. Yeah. On this and you and finding health benefits to your drinking. Yeah. I know this. Uh, it, prom- it creates a hormone, according to uh, one of the sites called GLP-1, which, by the way, GLP-1 is the cousin of KRS-One. Uh, <laughs> who had a KRS reference? Who had a KRS-One reference in here? Stop reading a dead book for a live god. That line sometimes <laughs> plays in my head. I'm like, wow, that's heavy. Uh, keeps the stomach fuller longer, produces insulin, which means it could be benefic- beneficial for type 2 diabetes sufferers. Um, all I've ever heard is that tequila makes you puke. Tequila is the tequila end Tequila makes her clothes fall off? You haven't heard that? Wow, no. April D. Gregory. My God, I have no idea. Shot. Are you somewhat winking from, at me? I'm not What's saying from here? experience. Oh, sure you're not. I, it's, just a, it's a saying I've right, heard. That you heard from Fingers yeah. D. Malloy. I think it's on a song, actually. Um, I, have, song. I have never, ever heard that before in my life. Uh, I've, I Listen, I'm not a margarita guy. There's like, do you like how much do you enjoy a good margarita? Uh, I, you're now you're like talking my language right now. Oh, margaritas, agave. And why do we review bourbon? Tequila. So here's a few things. At my at this point in my life right now, um, I do eat a more clean paleo-ish diet, and so when I'm making a margarita, I utilize agave syrup. Oh, stop it! Stop. I use I utilize agave. When I'm making one at home, agave, a, a very nice tequila, and then um, fresh squeeze lime, lemon, and orange juice, and I then I use happening. and then I use a, a Lacroix lime in it. Anyway, so I do use the agave if I'm at this point in my life. Now, let me take you back to my twenties. Can, can we take you back to being a hipster and right. being a? That is that is the most woke. Agave is a beneficial. Margarita I'm sorry, I've these stories are. But let me tell. As far as as uh, helping you lose weight, let me take you back to my twenties. Please do. Where like last year? I yes. Oh, I wish. So I drank tequila every. That was my go-to Day. every weekend. Day for every going out every weekend Day. downtown or the other place that we go out. Go ahead, every, say every weekend tequila. again. Every weekend. Day. Stop. Tequila was my go-to because well. A, if you if you do a couple of shots of tequila, uh, you don't have to spend all night drinking beers, right? But B, oh my god, here's the other thing. It was a time saver, fingers. Um, I drank all the tequila because who had time except, for no, all those well, and beers? And the other thing is, when Why you don't get drunk, and who has you, the time? Unless, the, unless gentlemen <laughs> are paying for the drink, and I won't even say gentlemen oh are paying god. for the drinks, then you just do a couple of tequilas. You're good to go for the night. Anyway, <laughs> at that point in my life, in my oh mid. So, all through my mid to late twenties, yeah. I drank tequila every weekend. Not, not crazy. Like I'm just crazy. God, this sounds awful. I did not gain weight, 
So I am going to say that this would be true. I Normally, if you drink a lot of booze, you gain weight. When you drink beer, when you drink a lot of beer right. because, of, because of the carbs. Right. But with the tequila... Didn't have a problem. So what you're weight? saying is, when you were in your 20s and your metabolism was much better, you didn't Stop gain it. weight. Stop well, you it. Know, uh, no, because at 25, for a woman at 25 is when it starts really get, getting different. Wait, what? What? The, the Our metabolism. Yeah, my body from 22 to 25 drastically different. Not drastically. I'm really? Not, I'm not like I'm not a huge person, but like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like like did you feel it? Um, I put on. I filled out more. Well, that's not a negative. We I just need want to pictures, say, for, Gregory, for, for the record, that is not the. There is such a thing as too skinny. It is not an attractive I was never look. Too skinny, only not an attractive look. You know, I, I, I listen. I, I, someone will call this sexist, and I sleep just fine. Uh, but I don't think that you should ever. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily finding uh, women attractive who I believe that um, if it, things got uh, amorous, they would break. <laughs> right, that's that's that that's that's not it. That there's there's nothing about attractive about that at all. We, we talked about uh, getting blackout drunk during the Brent Kavanaugh hearings. Uh, Brett and getting Kavanaugh. Brett, 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 well, listen, I've had a couple bourbons here today. <laughs> he drinks smoke. Uh, Thank you, for Brett Kavanaugh. But uh, you know, as far as drinking to the point where you got sick, the last time I ever got sick from alcohol, it was from tequila. I don't touch it anymore. And I'll, and I'll tell you when it happened. Have you ever had a prairie fire? Tony oh Gantz. What no, what the hell's a prairie fire? I walked into a bar. I used to be a bartender. <laughs> I used to bartend, and there was this cocky guy. He said, he said to me when I walked in, I will drink anything uh, right now with you, and uh, I'll drink you under the table or at least get you sick. And, and of course, this is when I was in my 20s. and it was well, like, Did that uh, really happen? Yes. That and has I, never happened. I was like, you're full of crap. He goes, two prairie fires. And I immediately knew what I was in trouble. I was in trouble. A prairie fire is a shot of tequila with Tabasco sauce in Ooh. it. Ooh. Yes, I knew that. I oh, that. I, that. I, I, I hadn't had anything to drink yet. I picked that shot glass up. I took a drink. The first one's I, always I, fine. No, I did the it's shot. The second one. I said, excuse me, and I went outside and I threw oh up on the curb. But you can't blame tequila for that. Oh, it's That's a, a Tabasco It's, it's a combination. Fault. I like right. Tabasco sauce. I but, don't like tequila. By the way, I... I it, I'm, I'm Jewish, and we've mentioned that on the show before. Um, Are you? How how would you classify yourselves? What what is what is the religious uh, preference uh, for for you, Fingers Malloy? Is is there a church that one belongs to? Uh, well, I was baptized Catholic. Right. Uh, my mother was Catholic. My my dad is Lutheran, and because of that, they didn't go to church. Ah. <laughs> so so your father is Lutheran. Yes, my father's and, and, Lutheran, and, and I had no idea that there was like this huge anti-Catholic bias to the point where my uh, grandmother did not want my mother to show up at her wedding. She got remarried because she was Catholic. Oh I didn't gosh. realize there was this much Catholic hate between the Protestants and the Catholics. Wow. So uh, because of that, I never went to church. So I, 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 I don't know. So you maybe you're. I, I believe you're uh, me sure. and JC have a really good relationship, right? And if you, you saw just the don't visual, put labels on it. No yeah, labels. I don't know. No labels. Exactly. No labels. Uh, totally labels. What about you? Um, I am presently a non-denominational Protestant studying right. Catholicism. Right. Okay, and you've been you've brought that up before. I bring that up to you because um, uh, that, according to a report from the Christian Post, uh, they uh, took a look at Protestant Christians, Lutherans are most likely to say they consume alcohol. Lutherans, what? 75% no, of Lutherans. That, Lutheran is Catholic like light. Like a drink. 
Catholics like drinks. Catholics Lutheran get, is Catholic light. Catholics yes, they get like drinks. Bombed. I got bo- I got drunk in a Catholic church before, and it was sanctioned by the Catholic Church. Well, Did yeah, you really? You play, That's how I got you my nickname. Poker fingers in wide. a Catholic church was through a, a Catholic church drinkathon. We went to a uh, a fundraiser for a Catholic church sister school in Ireland, and they had it was uh, the gym was attached to the church, and they had ten dollars all the Guinness you can drink. What? what? Yes. And yeah, it was a fundraiser Catholics for have this. The best festivals. Yeah, and uh, my friends, uh, we said, let's start a drinking that gang. That never happened to Congregation B'nai Israel. <laughs> we, should, never once. we should have a drinking gang. And Father I mentioned Benjamin earlier about how somebody should be named Fingers Malloy, and one of my friends pointed to me and said, well, you're Fingers Malloy. That was all done in the Catholic Church gymnasium. Catholics love I to mean, drink. The, basically, what is the this? Pope named you Fingers Malloy. That's right. That's it was really the Pope. Holy crap. He canonized you Fingers Malloy. That's exactly right. But Catholics love to drink. What this is this? This was the days of John Paul, right? <laughs> it was John Paul. That was not a Pope Benedict decision. That was a, that was a, that was a JP2 decision. Right it's actually John there. Paul Jones. We were listening to Led Zeppelin. So, so. so it's, it's 75% of Lutherans, 62% of Methodists, 43% non-denominational Christians, 33% of Baptists. This and is a Protestant list. That's why Catholics are on. This is a, only a Protestant list. Right. That's and 23% uh, Pentecostals. This was a thousand and ten churchgoers. That's really high for Pentecostals. Survey. Right. That's uh, that's pretty interesting. But 59% of Protestants say they don't drink. 59%. Uh, n- of course, none of the people in this room. Right. But but 59% that kind of, Protestant. of Protestants say uh, they don't drink. Now, I, I, I just, I, I found that interesting, but I did want to uh, get off that really quick because there's something else I want to get into. I don't know. Do we have enough time in this next size to do it? Sure. Why not? We're only nine minutes and 40 seconds in. It's, I, there's no clock. I know. I, I didn't know. It's your show. Because it's, 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 you know, it's a snack it's size. It's just a little something. Well, size. it's littler than an hour. Yeah. Well, if we do 20 minutes here, it's still one third of a regular show. Uh, well, then allow me to bring this up, Mr. I, I, I need more. Well, I'm glad to give you more fingers, Malloy. Thank you. Uh, we know from, uh, we did this last week about Thanksgiving. They played a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and people got up in arms because it was racist because Franklin, who is, I think, the only black character on Peanuts, was on the side of the table all by himself in a lawn chair, and everybody else was on the right side of the table or at the heads of the table, and how, how racist. We broke that down, and you, you catch that podcast when you subscribe on iTunes. Eat, drink, smoke on iTunes. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you give a review. Five stars. Do all the things. Do that now. Immediately. Go, please, subscribe and review. And uh, April D. Gregory will personally say thank you. And drink tequila with you. Hold on. April D. Gregory will personally say thank you. I will. She'll say thank you. Thank you. There it is right there. (laughs) See? I, I love it when you show up for rehearsal. Uh, so, so, So now we've moved off Charlie Brown. And we are on to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer because this has now been called out for being seriously problematic for its displays of bullying, racism, homophobia, and verbal abuse, sexism, bigotry, lack of acceptance, and even exploitation of workers. Um, uh, it was Huffington Post that said that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is seriously problematic. What? The whole idea of bullying and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I thought that was the whole damn point of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, that he was bullied, that he was ostracized for being different, and then everyone realized, wait a second, he's different, so no, he's still great. No, you're exactly right until you get to the point where it wasn't until Santa needed him that he had value. When Santa needed him is when, because it was foggy, and they then they needed his nose, and then it was... 
take the cap off your nose, Rudolph. We need you tonight. That is when they had value in Rudolph. Not until he was needed. And no one should have value based on when somebody else needs them. You should have value because you're a human and all of us have value. Wrong. We all have value. I don't disagree with that. But but Rudolph had to value himself. Why and would you Ru- value yourself if your dad was verbally abused and shaming you because your nose... Santa there are plenty and of people Donner. who have crap fathers, and you and and it's terrible. But and you should right. You're right. Plenty of people do. But when you're a baby deer or a baby human, you shouldn't. Your dad should not be telling you, this, "I'm not. I'm disowning you." This whole thing is why I'm Jewish. I don't need any of this crap. We listen. I don't need to have some kind of Rudolph Santa thing. It's bad enough I had Abraham taking me and saying, "You know what, God, I'm willing to kill this kid, you know, to make you happy." And then all of a sudden, God's like, "You know, no, 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 no. You don't have to do that." And the kid's like, "What the hell, man? You know that that story is 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 legend." But you really do you really think that that Rudolph is this this really terrible story uh, and and shameful and shouldn't be aired? Let me tell you, I before this story came out a couple weeks ago, I and by the way, I could be convinced. Change my mind, right? So before this came out a couple weeks, because I have a three year old, so she is obsessed with Rudolph, right? So we're listening to the song every day, the movie, the book, every as I'm reading her the book, I'm going, oh my gosh, like her his dad is physically saying. You can't be like this. I'm putting a cap on your nose. And Santa says, Donner, you got to do something about his nose. And then uh, he runs away, obviously. And then, well, obviously, all of his friends at the, at the reindeer games don't like him. And they're making fun of him because of his nose. And the reindeer games coach, who's supposed to be training him how to be a flying reindeer, says, you have to leave. And then Rudolph runs off. And then, finally, Rudolph is like, you know what? I'm going to go back. And he goes back. And then all of a sudden, because Santa needed him because it was foggy, that is when he was acceptable to them. So Santa's just a little bitch. Santa's an asshole. Dude. So is his father. It, 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 again. It's Rudolph's look, father, not look, Santa's father. Problem. You don't have to, you can just say, that's the problem people are saying. Oh, it's a classic. Quit leaving ourselves. And that's the common conservative meme. As soon as liberals say something, you instantly have to go against, without thinking it through. And once you think it through, then you're like, wait a minute. This is what his dad was saying to him. This is what Santa was saying to him. That's not okay to say to a child. And that's when... Uh, you, if you think Fingers is actually through, having a heart attack. If you attack. think it through and just stop saying, oh, it's a classic. Quit playing with our stuff, liberals. That is she's when making it sound think like, for yourself. She's making it sound like this is Corky, the reindeer, and he had some sort of... He was he disabled. He did. He and, had and, a disa- his red. His nose was red. And we're Corky, disabled. I, his dad put a, a cap cartoon. on it. Do we really have to read this much into it? When you're physically saying these words to your child that it's okay to shame and, and verbally abuse you, like it's okay for your parents to do that, yes, that is a problem. I don't want my child to think her value comes from when someone else needs her. But we aren't talking about a child. We're talking about a cartoon reindeer. Right, that you're reading a story to your children about. Impressionable five-year-olds, oh, three-year-olds. reindeer. Right. That's, see, that's, a, that's, the, exact, that's the exact. So here's exact where it gets thing. interesting. It's a reindeer. It's here's a blah, where it blah, gets blah. interesting. Because I, listen, I, I can't tell you that I've studied the story. It's interesting to the idea that uh, people bring up the the abusive father uh, aspect of it. What I don't like is the idea that somehow people grow up in horrible circumstances mm-hmm. all the time. They have to find it within themselves. And I didn't say it was easy. If you've got a father who's constantly on you and abusive and all this, it's difficult to try and find 
your way and find your life and find a, a, your own value uh, uh-huh. and, and, and move forward. And I don't think that that's a joke, by the way. Finding your own value is pretty damn uh, important, recognizing that you matter and maybe uh, you got to walk away from some of these other people. And I right. often talk about the fact that when it comes to, for example, family and politics, your job is not to be abused. This whole Thanksgiving, I talked about the fact that if you're going to a Thanksgiving dinner where everyone's going to talk politics and you're somehow not allowed to talk because you think differently and you're going to get yelled at and you're going to get abused or if you go and they're, they know who you are so they're going to give you a whole bunch of crap anyway, who said you have to go? It'd be great if everybody right. could just get along for a night, but you, we all know that that's you know, not always true. That doesn't always, it's not always the way it works. Don't go. Uh-huh. Value yourself. Do not allow yourself to be abused. It isn't right. It isn't good. It doesn't somehow make you a moral or, or decent person. Don't do any of, of that. But it's in, but so so. I don't think people should be abused. It's interesting. I had right. not put any right. thought into uh, this part of it at all. But I always thought that the main theme of 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 the whole Rudolph story was that it was this idea of yes, they needed him certainly, but oh. Okay, he's different. We can live with different. Right? I always thought that was they just They didn't a, live with different, though, until he was needed. Correct. But so the, the fact that they were all moron jerks, mm-hmm. right? And then learned not to be moron jerks. Isn't that better? Or is, it, or is it better to just keep going after them for being moron jerks and never giving them any moment to get better than that? There is no moment to grow. There is no moment to... He what did, the hell? Rudolph did grow when he within himself when he was like, okay, I'm going back to Santa Claus Land or whatever the, it was and, and leaving... I'm he pretty did. sure it's the North Pole. North Pole. I'm not an expert <laughs> on these things. It's actually called Santa Claus Santa Land, Claus Tony. Land. Right. <laughs> anyway. and, and now it's Holiday World. It's in Southern <laughs> Indiana. You yeah. should go. Right. So he did find it with himself, but at the same time, like... Everybody else was interested in him until they needed him. And I I don't, that's the overlying thing to me was I don't want my child to think that when I read that. But, but I'm going to bring this part up. I was talking about this with my co-host, our friend, Kira Davis on Smart Girl Politics. We were just talking about this and she brought up an interesting thing that she had, um, Jordan B. Peterson, if you're probably familiar with him. Sure. He had, co- he covers this in some of his talks about how, Stories like this, the Rudolph thing, and and other things that we, stories we tell our children, or songs we sing to our children, like uh, Rockabye Baby on the treetop, when the cradle falls, the baby will drop. Really? Baby's going to splatter on the ground, and this is what you're singing to your child? Ring around the rosies, <laughs> pocket full of posies, right. ashes, ashes. That's about people dying of the plague, uh, right? right? So Man. he points out, you know, at the time in history when these things came out in in the early 1900s or whatever they did serve as a, a, a purpose but we are cult, more culturally advanced than that now that um it doesn't serve the same purpose now because uh-huh. we are already beyond that and so that was interesting to learn but i just i think as conservatives as anybody as I'm not saying we're all conservatives in this any single person you need to think things through for yourself you don't just go with with people saying Oh, this is an awful bigoted story, and you don't go to people saying, "Oh, it's just Rudolph." You don't. You think think it through for yourselves, and that's what happened to me when I was reading it to my child, listening to it with my child, watching it with my child. I was like, "No, I don't uh, want her I, to think her value comes from somebody else needing her." I want. I want to thank you, April. You've <laughs> go ahead and you've me. awakened <laughs> my inner progressive. You know, this was a story from it the Huffington Post. I'm just thinking no, let's, let's, just, let's just go further reading into this story. You know what? Those elves should really be unionized. And not only the elves, <laughs> the reindeer for being taken advantage of by their uh, CEO overlord, Santa, making them work fingers, Look, fingers to the bone every day. If you don't think day. words matter, 
then I can't help you. But words matter that you say to children, words matter that you say to people, especially when they're children, because that forms you, that creates you. The things you say to your children is what makes them into the adults they become. Let's just get into now how Baby It's Cold Outside is a date rape song while we're at it's it, not. too. That it's, was written it, by a married couple. It, it wasn't a date rape and song. And so that's actually starting to come. You know what? We will do that next week. We will do Baby It's Cold Outside and how radio stations have stopped playing that song because people call it the, 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 the rape song. But there's a whole history to the song Baby It's Cold Outside, and everything you're told about that is completely untrue. You know what? We will get into that next week on Eat, Drink, Smoke. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Eat, Drink, Smoke. Give it a five-star review. Write a review. Really important uh, that you do that. We really do appreciate it. Find April D. Gregory on Twitter at April D. Gregory. Fingers Malloy on Facebook, facebook.com slash Fingers Malloy Radio. Find me, Tony Katz Radio on Facebook, Tony Katz on Twitter, Tony Katz on iTunes. Everything is at Tony Katz, K-A-T-Z dot com and the podcast on iTunes. Eat, drink, smoke. Subscribe, subscribe, review, review. And if you do, April D. Gregory will say thank you. Thank you. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Second time's the charm. Eat, drink, smoke. Snack size edition. <laughs>